This is the Greenest Grass Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Greenest Grass Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hines, and I just wanted to tell you all that I hope you got the rest you deserved this week. Uh, we talk all the time about uh, here in the Greenest Grass ways that we can improve our mental health and ways that we can be more positive and optimistic and um, healthier, basically, in this life. And um, rest is something that just so many people struggle with. Rest, sleep, getting enough sleep. Uh, Warren Zevin, 1975, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Or he was the first one to coin that phrase in a song in the mid-70s. And a lot of people use that line to say, well, you know, we don't need to go to sleep. Let's go out and do this. Let's go out and have this experience, which is great, of course. But, um, you know, when you really look at the studies of sleep, it is so bad for you to not get enough sleep. And I am certainly guilty of this. I have struggled to sleep since I was about 14 is when my anxiety really started. Uh, and I struggled with sleep and I, I still st- struggle with it to this day. It's gotten better in the last two months. I'm going to talk about some of the things that we can do to help that and some of the things that are working for me. I mean, a good night's sleep, it's just as important as regular exercise. It's just as important as what you put into your mouth, a healthy diet. Um, You know, research shows, and there's plenty of it, that poor sleep has uh, immediate negative effects on your hormones, um, your exercise performance, your uh, your brain func- your brain function. It has a negative uh, effect on that. Um, it can also cause weight gain. It can um, increase disease, uh, the risk of disease in both children's and adults. You know, so when you look at the contrast of that, good sleep can help you eat less. It can help you exercise better. It can help you you know be healthier, both physically and mentally. Um, you know, and over the past few decades in this country, the sleep quality and quantity have declined. Uh, in fact, many people regularly get poor sleep, and I'm one of them. Was one of them. It's better now. Um, still not perfect, but it's better now. So, I mean, if you want to optimize your mental health or your physical health, you want to lose weight. You want to, um, you know, you just want to, uh, you know, increase that quality of life. Uh, getting a good night's sleep is it's one of the most important things you can do. So, you know, these are just a few tips of the trade, things that uh, a lot of people use. And uh, I went through a lot of them and and, uh, some didn't work and some have really helped me. So we're going to talk. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience uh, with sleep. One of the first things you can do, and this was uh, I talked about this in January, February on this podcast. One of my goals for this upcoming spring and summer season was to get outside more. Uh, increase bright light exposure during the day, increase your vitamin D intake. And that has been medically proven to help you rest at night. Um, I don't know all the science behind it, but uh, when you increase your bright light exposure, your sunlight exposure, your vitamin D intake, you will rest better when it comes time to lay down. Um, obviously, there's there's basic ones, right? Don't consume coffee late in the day. Caffeine, monsters, um, you know the the amazing uh, coffees and green teas and and energy drinks they have at Starbucks and and Dutch Brothers and all the other great coffee places out there. Um, just don't do it late in the day. You can still enjoy those, uh, you know those items, but doing it late in the day, that caffeine will keep your body awake even if you feel tired. Um, 
you know, a lot of people use some sort of supplement, right? Melatonin is obviously the most popular one in the world. And, and that is a naturally produced hormone that your body produces. And, and melatonin, when you take the supplement, it just gives you more of that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a key sleep hormone that tells your brain when it's time to relax, you know, and, and tells your head to go to bed. Um, it's uh, often used to treat insomnia, but I mean, melatonin can be one of the easiest ways to fall asleep faster. Uh, I used melatonin for several years and it did work. Um, I started with five milligrams. I remember, uh, recommended doses, two milligrams. And what I found with melatonin is it worked really good. Um, but I did get used to it. My body got used to it and then it, it stopped working. So I still take it here and there, uh, when I really know I need to go to sleep that night, I got something important the next day. I want to get that full eight hours in, um, you know, uh, melatonin can also help with, uh, uh, really, it's really helpful when you like travel long times, jet lag across time zones, stuff like that. Uh, there are a lot of other supplements out there that uh, are similar to melatonin that people use. Um, you know, uh, ginkgo, um, glycerin, L-theanine, lavender oil, um, you know, and, and I've used almost all of those. I've used L-theanine before and I've certainly used uh, natural oils um, and they can absolutely help. Um, you know, another thing you can do is, is take a look at your bedroom environment. Where are you going to sleep? Right. Take a look at that. There's, there's studies out there that believe that uh, the bedroom environment uh, and its setup are key factors to getting a good night's sleep, you know, and we're talking about things like, like temperature, uh, noise, uh, lighting, external lighting, furniture arrangement, even a little bit of feng shui. Um, you know, uh, there's studies out there that talk about external noise often from traffic or things that are outside your home can cause poor sleep and actually long-term health issues related to the sleep. Um, you know, in one study on the bedroom environment of women, 50% of the participants noted improved sleep quality when noise and light were diminished. So we kind of live in this cycle now, right? Where we have everyone has TVs in their bedrooms. We all have obviously phones in our pockets on our nightstands next to us. And we're turning those screens on, right? And uh, these studies prove over and over and over again that it is counterproductive to getting a good night's sleep, right? So when you're trying to optimize your bedroom environment, you're looking at like minimize external noise, minimize external light, artificial lights um, from devices like alarm clocks, make them as dim as possible um, and get it quiet, get it quiet, relaxing, clean, make it a, a nice, clean, relaxing, enjoyable space, and that will lead to better sleep. How about taking a relaxing bath or shower? I am not ashamed to admit it, folks. I'm a bath guy, and I never was. I never was, um, and until we uh, we moved a couple years ago, and we moved into a house with a real bathtub, and I totally, I totally got onto the bath. I got into the bath world, and the bath bombs and the salts and the. Uh, different colored lights and uh, the ambiance and uh, doing meditation using my calm app in there and uh, reading and man that really really helped i mean it really really helped and studies indicate that um, they can improve overall sleep quality and help people hot showers hot baths especially older adults um, it will help you fall asleep faster you know so i mean that's just another idea of things that that you can do to help you know relax your body Another thing people don't really think about is like, what are they laying down on, right? What is your bed? What's your mattress? What's your pillow? And I know these things are expensive. They've gotten, you know, more and more expensive over over uh, time. But you get, think about this. You spend a third of your life, a third of your life in a bed. 
right? Like a third of your life is in a bed. If you're going to spend money on something, spend money on a great bed, a great mattress, a great pillow. They help. They work. I mean, go out and do some research on these different mattresses and these different pillows. I mean, and obviously mattresses and beddings and all that stuff, it's, it's very subjective, right? But, you know, if you're upgrading your bedding, base your choice on your personal preference. And there's so many different, amazing, great options out there. And, you know, take a look at what you're sleeping on tonight. Take a look at what your pillow you're laying on. Take a look at your bedding. All that, all that stuff makes a huge difference in you getting comfortable, right? You know, and then the last thing for me, and this kind of goes back to when you're talking about creating your environment in your, your bedroom. And one thing that has really helped me, and I didn't even know this existed, um, you know, six months ago. And that is something called ASMR, which uh, stands for, it's an acronym for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And again, I didn't know anything about this six months ago. I stumbled across it on TikTok, believe it or not. And it is, I mean, it's only 12 years old. It is something that was kind of coined in 2010. And it is basically someone performing an artistic scene for you. It's a uh, creating a relaxing, often sedative sensation that begins on the scalp and moves down your body. And, and they do this by using a very sensitive microphone and creating uh, sound effects for you. And that's what it does. It, it brings on this uh, sensation. It begins in your scalp. You can feel it in your, you know, move down your body. It, it's often called a brain massage and... You know, it's triggered by these placid sights and sounds such as, you know, whispers, um, accents, uh, crackles, um, you know, tapping, um, the sound of water flowing, uh, blowing. It's really an art form. And these these artists that are out there performing it, there's so many great ones on YouTube. If you just go to YouTube and you put an ASMR or TikTok has uh, TikTok lives have them nightly. Now they're kind of a big thing right now. And I just started putting these on and with my headphones on and not watching the screen. I'm just listening in a dark room and it worked. It put me to sleep. It was amazing. So, I mean, that's something that you're just talking about creating your environment, right? Instead of watching TV, I'm doing ASMR now. I listen to ASMR at night and it is working. It's amazing. It relaxes me so quickly and, uh, you know, it works. So, you know, it's just finding that moment, finding that thing, finding that, you know, supplement, or it's not doing your caffeine late at night, or it's reducing the, uh, you know, the amount of bright light in your room at night, or it's getting a better mattress or a better pillow or better bedding to make you more comfortable and cool, the right temperature in the room. It's getting more sunlight during the day, you know, that increase in vitamin D helping you relax. And, you know, you have to, like everything else we talk about here in the greenest grass, everything that we're, we talk about to try to increase our, you know, optimism and inspiration and positivity throughout our lives, getting sleep is so important. And like everything else we talk about, you have to work at it. You have to find that thing. You have to, you know, you have to go out and try different things. And I, I struggled with this for 30 years, folks. I struggled with sleep and I still do. It's not like it's perfect and I'm magically fixed or cured. 
but I have found a few things, you know, one is reducing the light in the room. Uh, two is I've, you know, found ASMR and it has really made a big difference for me, you know? So I'll try to do an example of ASMR for you. Uh, I've never actually attempted it, but it sounds something like this. So there you can kind of see kind of what I'm talking about. And obviously, I'm not an ASMR artist at all. Um, that was my first attempt at it. But I have been listening to it quite a bit. So you can kind of get the gist of it. It's the, uh, the sound effects, the whispering, the, you know, it's not for everyone. But that's kind of one of the things that worked for me. So, um, you know, I love the quote. I really love, I hate that I started kind of with the Warren Zevin, I'll sleep when I'm dead, and how that is, it can't, you know, obviously not as healthy. Because I love the concept of, you know, working while others sleep and how much you can actually get done. And, um, I think I did an actual episode on that when I was doing the bet on yourself episode, I think I talked about, you know, how people aren't willing to put in that extra work, but look, eight hours of sleep, it's proven. It's been proven for years and years and years and years and years that the, the better rest you get, the better brain activity you're going to have the next day, the, uh, you know, the better your hormones are going to be, you're going to have better exercise performance and you're certainly going to have better, you know, brain function and, uh, you know, less disease as well. So this is important. Getting rest is important. It's, it's comes back to what we talk about almost every single week in the greenest grass. It's taking care of yourself. You know, you're going to know yourself longer than anyone else. So take care of yourself, get that exercise in, take that walk, you know, and, and get good sleep, get some, you know, get some good sleep. And you're going to end up being a better person for it when you when you get that better sleep. So, you know, that is uh, that's the message this week. That's the goal this week uh, for the, anyone out there that struggles with sleep. And I know they're out there because um, uh, this is a very, very common problem right now in our country. And uh, I, I finally started recognizing it in myself, you know, early here in my 40s that, you know, I, w- I have four or five hours a night. That's what I was doing. I did that for years, years. And right now, most nights I'm getting eight, I'm getting nine. I still have those, you know, one, maybe two nights a week where I'm getting five or six, but exponentially these little things that I changed have really increased my rest. And I've noticed a difference. I've noticed a difference in my morning hours. I've noticed a difference at like two o'clock. That's the big one. Two to three to four o'clock in the afternoon when you have those four or five hour sleep nights. That's when it really hits, right? It's just that wall. You hit that wall. And what do you do? You go get a monster. You go get you go get the Starbucks. You go get the, uh, you know, the caffeine fixed, uh, the quick hitter that gets you a few hours until you get home. And then it's food. And now it's family. And that's what keeps you up. Right. And then you're exhausted. And then that time comes at 10 p.m. when the house is quiet and you're like, well, now it's me time. I'm going to go watch this movie. I'm going to go watch this show. And then that that turns into midnight and it turns into one and it turns into 2 a.m. And it's just a vicious cycle. And I finally got myself out of it. So I know you can, too. So, um, you know, that's the goal this week. Get out there. Try some of these things and, uh, you know, get some rest. 
we all deserve the rest. And that includes you, the listener here. You deserve the rest. So take the rest. Take care of yourself. Get the rest. Find the way. And get some sleep. Thank you for joining me. Everyone have a great week getting the rest that you deserve. <laughs>